thank you for joining us again uh, for GPA in Conversation with. Today, I'm excited to uh, tell you all that we are speaking to Wendy Muirhead, who is the Vice President of Sales of Ceridian Europe. So welcome today, Wendy. Thank you, Mel. Lovely to be here. Thanks for inviting me. No worries. Can you tell um, the people that are listening today, what's your background and you know how did you get into the payroll industry? What, what has been your journey? Oh, well, it's been a bit of a journey. It was absolutely by chance. Um, I first joined the payroll industry and I actually came from G Finance um, at a time that I just had my very first baby. So actually, I was really looking for a great place to work that would allow me to focus more time um, at home with the family. And it was at that point that I got snapped up by Ceridian, who at the time were seen as one of the, the market leading payroll organizations across the UK. Um, when I was there, I worked really closely with an amazing global and managed payroll team. And, and they really taught me everything I know about payroll. So, uh, much, uh, so much so that, um, I, I can calculate my own payslip. And that says a lot <laughs> for someone who's in sales. Um, however, during my time when I was at Ceridian, um, which was a very different organization compared to what it is today, um, the old Ceridian, as I think about it, um, which was, you know, a number of years ago, had went through a, a journey of acquisitions and focused really heavily on managed payroll support. Whereas today's Ceridian is really a, a global tech organization that really deliver great technology um, across talent, time and pay and offers support services on top of that. So uh, a very, very different organization in that time. How long have you been in uh, working in payroll for, Wendy? Because obviously, um, as you said, Ceridian is different from the old Ceridian. So yeah. how long ago was the old Ceridian? So I first joined the old Ceridian back in the beginning of 2007. So I was there for seven years. And then over the last five years, I had uh, worked in the global payroll space and also supported um, global services uh, for ERP platforms as well. So it was only at the start of this year that I boomeranged back to Ceridian and, uh, and, and lead the team now. So you're a boomeranger, are you? Boomeranger. <laughs> so, so what? What's the difference of that you've seen of Ceridian now? So, what makes Ceridian different? So, what really attracted me back was that it. This is a really exciting new challenge. Um, for many of you that are out there in the industry, you might have heard that the name Ceridian sort of disappeared from the market for a while. And that's where the business really went through a simplification program. Um, so whilst the new world of Ceridian, which just brought its name back to market last year, uh, has a, an amazing outlook now and a really driving towards that whole technology element, it's completely different because it's went through transformation. Um, but the people that are still here are like family. So I personally feel it's a real honor to be in the role that I'm in. And I'm responsible for the European growth strategy. So it's, I'm excited about the opportunity, about working with amazing, talented team and also, you know, working closely with our treasured customers. We've got amazing customers and, and they also, you know, we, we're here to help them have great employee experiences across their business. So it's a real gift to be in the role that I'm in. 
Mm-hmm. It's nice to hear somebody so enthusiastic about their role. I absolutely love it. It's a different challenge <laughs> every day. And I love it. It is nice to hear, actually. So um, you said that you're looking after Europe. So what, what countries do you deal with? Is it just Europe or do you step into um, like Af- Africa or some of the Americas? So we're a global organization. So it's it's really dependent on where the client's footprint is and how we can support them there. And we're a global team as well. So, you know, I have my equivalent that's based down in Asia Pac. And we've also got a, a strong uh, army of people across the Americas as well. So, you know, we do have organizations that, that are global and we look to support them that way. So, so it's a team game. So going on to the payroll industry, because obviously, well, I would assume that you've seen a difference over the years, um, having been in the payroll industry for a while. Where do you think the payroll industry stands compared to HR, finance and tax? So I think payroll plays a critical role in the workplace. I mean, where you've got people, you've got payroll. Um, so, you know, we've recently um, delivered at Ceridian a, a UK pay experience survey. And, and our findings that we were hearing from the response from that survey really highlighted that basically one in four people receive late pay at least once in the last 12 months. And in an environment where there's more vacancies in the UK than ever before, accuracy and timely payroll is really critical. And, and so being able to deliver a positive experience to your staff will really encourage loyalty and, and keep people within their, within your organization. I think as a payroll professional, we need to make sure that our colleagues in HR and finance recognize the importance of the role that payroll has and, and helping us to retain product, you know, really productive and engaged employees. I think that people typically will leave either a bad manager or there's things that have just not been done right in an organization. And that is sometimes if they've not been paid right, they'll leave. And and actually, payroll is a big part of making sure that that doesn't happen. Mm. So on uh, LinkedIn a few months back, there was a conversation about payroll. Um, you know, should payroll stand on its own? Because it's always tucked under finance or HR. And I, I personally would love it to, to, to see the payroll department actually start being on its own. So where do yeah. you stand on that? So I think it really depends on the own individual organization that you're working with, um, because I would say that across HR, payroll and finance, there is a whole process. So it's really important that there's transparency and collaboration and visibility across that whole process. I think that for the future of payroll, if, you know, or to get payroll to the board level, I think that if there's a way that you know, looking at that UK pay experience survey that I was just talking about, you know, we recorded that there was an appetite for workers to collect their pay on demand, right? So if we're thinking about where the future payrolls go in, I think the world of work and millennials and society today, everyone expects everything immediately, right? So whether it's information or listen to your music on Spotify or movies on demand, you know, there's a higher expectation and demand from the workforce. And I actually think that's going to come and we're starting to see that more and more people are looking to have their pay in that way as well. So we've just rolled out on-demand play, uh, on-demand pay in the US where employees can do exactly that, right? They can literally look at where they are and what they've been, you know, what they've been working in the month and then they can look to draw that down. 
But I, I think that the more the critical point back to your point of where does payroll, you know, get to the board level or have more succinct view. I think that payroll is absolutely critical in a business. And I think that when organizations realize that, you know, the cost, payroll's payroll is the biggest cost to most businesses. And I still find it quite amazing that people think it's a department today, but if you can tie audit, compliance and insights into the payroll organization, I think that it's those things that will start to get you more of a ticket at board level. And I think that the board will start to see payroll departments and payroll leaders as more influential and informative, um, you know, support at the board's uh, in those board conversations. So I think the more that people can be looking at how they can deliver insights and how you can analyze and, and start to focus on what those cost models look like, I think you'll start to see a bit of a change in that. Okay, that's what really interesting. Yeah, I do. I think, you know, payroll holds so much information, doesn't it? It's, it's such a a key department. And I think there's certain ways to promote the industry, to promote the payroll department. Obviously, it's got to talk to finance, it's got to talk to HR. So yeah, so I, I agree with what you're saying. I I think I always have this um, sort of passion of trying to promote the payroll industry because I do feel it's seen as a slight, slightly as the underdog. Um, but, you know, hopefully the GPA will uh, work through that and, and help promote uh, the payroll department and you know I think the more that we can use the information that the payroll uh, department collects um, and then use that to present to the board or um, then I think that will increase the profile within each company as well uh, you know instead of it just being as a, a cost center so I hope that, I'm not sure if that makes sense but a hundred percent no 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 I completely agree I think that again Organized CXO community wanted to make really informed decisions. And a lot of the time, the conversations I have is that if you don't have great global business technology mm. and have that, the most inf- accurate information you'll typically find is sitting in payroll. So that's where the payroll division really has that opportunity to be insightful and share those insights and analyze that data and give the board real-time accurate information to make their decisions and I think that that's really where they'll start to get a a greater ticket to play yeah so what's um obviously you've only been uh with well come back to Ceridian since the beginning of the year do you have an achievement already would you have one achievement that you're proud of since you've joined Oh, I, the the best thing for me is that I am just so super proud to have the opportunity to, to lead an amazing team. And, and they really make great experiences happen for customers. And so it makes me really proud every time that I'm talking to a customer, or I engage with, you know, a new prospect who's going through a process and, and you just can't buy the level of engagement that my team have. So, you know, I, for me, it's, really important that I nurture that and I keep sustaining that engagement level because if you've got really highly engaged and motivated and educated people they're gonna just take that energy into the marketplace 
And that's one of the biggest challenges that I got is to make people aware about Ceridian today and the power of Dayforce. People don't know. I, I often say that that we're seen as a as a secret in the marketplace. So, you know, having an amazing team that drive that message forward is has been great. So I've thoroughly enjoyed the last six months. I'm really excited to see what the future holds. So you have a busy job. Um, you're looking after Europe. So whereabouts are you based in the world? So I am actually based in sunny Paisley, I can say, which is in the west of Scotland. Um, but you'll often find me all over the place because I'll, I'll go and meet with clients. I only just flew back from London today. Um, as an organization, we're a global organization and our head office is based in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got a number of offices across the US, Canada, Australia, as I mentioned earlier. Um, and we've got customers in over 50 countries. So, um, you know, it's great that, that we've got the opportunity to move around. But yes, I'm based at home when I get home. And, it, and that is just outside of Glasgow. So just to sort of to uh, find out a little bit more about you, you're a mother. And how many children do you have? I have three for my sons. And they're all boys. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. <laughs> all boys and a hairy baby as well. And he's a boy too. Um, <laughs> outnumbered. <laughs> Completely outnumbered. <laughs> so how, obviously it's the same with men because they have to juggle work as well, but how do you juggle being a mum and work? Because you, I personally, I know that you work a lot of hours. So how, how do you get about juggling looking after the, the your children and and then obviously working a full-time job yeah well and and I always have um so my children don't know any different because I've always been on the road and I've always done a full-time role uh, ever since Jacob was born um but I've just got an amazing family I've got a super supportive husband we've got grannies on hand who often will come over and sit with the kids at 6am and make sure they get to school on time if both my husband and I because my husband has a full-time job too um so if I'm on a plane at 5am uh, it's really hard to find childcare that you know will take children as early as 5am in the morning mm-hmm. um so the grannies have been amazing and we've got a bit of a, a slick childcare machine that goes on at home which my husband runs um I wouldn't be able to do a job that I love if I didn't have that so mm-hmm. And and I also and and I think I say this not just for working mothers, but I know my my male friends who are full time working, travelling dads as well. There's always a, a a guilt element. I talk about it a lot with my friends about the you can never have it all, and people say you can never have it all, but actually I would argue that if you're organised and you focus your attention in the right place. You can have the best of everything. So when I'm at home, like I, I'm really strict. I very rarely will travel on a weekend to get to a meeting on a Monday. I don't like logging on. It never happens. I don't encourage my team to. I'm really strict about my weekends are my mummy time. And when I'm working Monday to Friday, I'm working. So, but I always try my very best to be there at sports days and have the opportunity to you know see the kids when they're doing something at school but I think as long as you focus and you're strict with yourself you can start to get the best of both worlds 
And I definitely believe that, you know, I would be a rubbish stay at home mom. I get really frustrated. I need adult conversation. I'm very honest about that. Um, but I think I'm a better mother because I work and I'm good at what I do, I think. <laughs> um, I think that I'm also a better person at work because I have an amazing family at home. So I think that I'm just about, just about got the balance right. So do you get time to relax? I do. I make time to relax. So I get up at 5 a.m. and instead of switching on, I go to the gym. Um, but the best things that I do to relax is actually getting on the floor with the kids, have a tickle in session, play an aeroplane. Um, my kids are 13, 9 and 6. So they're still at an age that I can actually do all those fun things. And it doesn't matter what pressure you've got going on at work. It's amazing how if you go in a different room and you have a tickle fight, it just all that pressure just disappears immediately. Mm. It's like it's like therapy. Um, but I, I actually quite like the gym. As I said, uh, I, I like to get up early and make sure I have a little bit of me time uh, where I'll go and do a workout before the day starts. Um, and, and I've recently, I've got into the exciting world of cross stitch. I think I'm getting myself ready for retirement. <laughs> I never, I'm so surprised. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear you say cross stitch. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> wow. Wendy. <laughs> I get it. I, I do. I, I do. I do understand that, but I'm just surprised. So it's a revelation <laughs> to me as well. <laughs> Uh, in these conversations you learn new things about people (laughs) you do I know I can get you for Christmas now Um, (laughs) so (laughs) what do you say has been your biggest personal achievement so not work related but on a personal side would have you got something that you're super proud of Oh, I'm super proud of my family, my babies mm-hmm. and my hairy baby, because, you know, they're, they're the reason I get up in the morning and I do everything that I do. So, you know, they're hard work because they're all boys, but they're wonderful as well. So I'm I'm super proud of them. So on on the other scale, then, if you could tell your younger self something, what would it be? Oh, this is an easy one for me. Don't stress the small stuff. Um, you know, if I could go back and rewind 20 years ago, I, I, I definitely would have saved myself a lot of energy and heartache. I think you've just got to believe in yourself and never let anyone else put you down. Mm. That's true, because I think a lot of people do do, do that, don't they, in um, in the working environment? Oh, was that a question? Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 I just agree with you. I was thinking, yeah, I loved no, you then. No, no, you're right. But if you, if you don't know, and I think that comes with experience. I think you need, I think you need experience for that. Um, you know, the amount of times I used to get stressed out by, oh, someone's coming for dinner. I have to clean the house from top to bottom. Actually, do you know what? It doesn't really matter. People want to come and see me. They don't, and my family, they don't want to come and see if I've dusted. So stuff like that, you know, real simple things. So, yeah, don't stress the small stuff. Mm. I think actually I agree with you on that one. I, if I could do that for myself, I would say that. I think in your twenties, you're I, I used to get anxiety over stupid things and stress about silly things. <laughs> and in thirties, you think, nah. and then unfortunately, I'll tell you now that everyone that I'm in my forties, and in forties, I, <laughs> I think I'm turning to my grandmother because you you care <laughs> less. <laughs> 
You totally don't care. I think you realize that life is just too short to stress about stuff like that. And it's actually just, it just gives you anxieties and negative energy. You know, if you can use, some people thrive on a bit of stress and thriving on stress is good. But where it gets to a point where you start to feel really anxious, yeah, don't, don't worry about it. Life is too short. If nobody's died, we can fix it. So mm. don't stress the small stuff. So my last question to you, Wendy, what top five tips would you give someone in within the industry to succeed? So my top five tips, I would say always only ever do right by people. So always, you know, do the right thing by everyone that you're engaging with. It helps you build trust and strengthen relationships. Um, I think the second tip would be connect and network as much as possible. I think we in global payroll, it's really quite a small industry and we have to support each other um, because through doing that, you'll achieve great things for the whole of the world of global payroll, which Mel, I'm honoured that you've asked me to help in any way I can help you in the future. I I will. I'm a big fan of what you do. Um, The third tip tip would be, um, you know, research and technology and be brave. Be brave to change. If if something is taking time, have a look at what technology is out there because it really can help you be more efficient and effective. And the fourth tip I would say is when you're changing something in your process, ask questions, ask for help. There's no harm in asking for help and experience and insight I think is really valuable. And the fifth thing, I think the most important thing is have fun. Everybody loves payday and payroll people don't often get told you're doing a great job so just remember that if you're in payroll and nobody said it that means you are doing a great job every single day like it i have actually got one question one more question to ask you so this is um like my desert island disc question so if you okay if you were stuck, well, that's sad, isn't it? We both know Desert Island is. But anyway, if you were stuck <laughs> on a Desert Island, what one app would you take with you? And what one bit of technology? Maybe it'd have to be a mobile. But anyway, what app would you want? And what one bit of technology would you want? So what app would I want? I would probably want BBC iPlayer because I do adore watching EastEnders when I'm on planes. So I would always be able to see what's going on in the world of EastEnders. That's really sad, but I love it. Um, <laughs> and I, <laughs> and what piece of technology? It probably needs to be my phone. My phone is glued to me. It, it helps me do everything that I need to do. And I can work with my phone. It's not great at looking at an Excel spreadsheet, but I can do pretty much 100% of my job with just having my phone. Yeah. So that would be the piece of tech that I would have. Well, so I've learned two things from you, cross stitch and East Enders. You could be like dot cotton of payroll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know something that's too funny? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I've learned something new. After all these years, I'm gonna start calling you dot now, Wendy. So anybody that's listening to this and all of a sudden you start getting emails with dot, then um Obviously, you're a lot more glamorous than Dot Cotton. <laughs> I don't think. I don't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> you do. 
Well, um, thank you so much, Wendy, um, for spending time with us today, talking about um, Ceridian, your achievements and, and giving some advice really about um, your your personal side and, and how to deal with stress, I suppose, in a lot of ways. So thank you once again. If anybody wants to get in contact with you, what's the best way to, to reach out to you, Wendy? Oh, LinkedIn. I'm always on LinkedIn. So drop me a line on LinkedIn and any way I can help. Or even if we can connect and meet up at one of the next GPA summits, that would be great. Fabulous. Well, thank you, Wendy, and I'll see you soon. Take care.